Top 25. Nice. Like it. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Deep Urban. Wow. Let me see here. Yeah, here we are. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to We Got Next on the Believe Radio Network. I'm Ricky Hampton, along with former NBA players Derek Gervin and Paul Mokeski, uh coming to you on a Monday evening. <clears throat> Hope everybody had a uh, great weekend. Welcome, fellas. All kind of stuff is going on in the world of sports. Uh, starting off, man, with the craziest football game I ever seen yesterday. <laughs> uh, Dallas, uh, uh, Buffalo Bills and Minnesota Vikings. You know, Minnesota, I think they're 8-1 now. Yes. I, they, they have trailed at some point in every game this year. Every right? game. <laughs> they're 8-1. They're you, you wonder if maybe this might be their, their year. But uh, what, what a crazy ending, uh, uh, Mo, to that game. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the game was won or lost like 20 times. I think it was it – was, there was some – phenomenal catches by both teams. I mean, one-handed grabs, ripping it out of the guy's hand. It was like back and forth, and both teams were playing at a high, high level. Uh, but then the ending was just, you know, something, you know, both teams had thought they won the game. I mean, Minnesota's on the on the one-foot line, so we all we got to do is run it in. We win this game, uh, you know, or tie it up. Uh, and, uh, you know, then they can't get it in. They try – they had the the ball on inside the two yard line twice and couldn't score a touchdown, but even on four downs. And then the last time uh, the Bills stopped them, and Ed Bedlam was going crazy, and and they had to hike the ball and get out of that end zone because they were so tight. And uh, they fumbled it, and Minnesota falls on it in the end zone, touchdown, overtime, just crazy, crazy game. What a bad ending. <laughs> yeah, for you, not for Minnesota. Well, where everybody, first let me say hello. Um, I was I didn't see a lot of the football, so Paul's going to – I'm going to be chiming in with Paul today, and I'm getting the education. But all of you know I picked Buffalo to win it all this year. And I know um, I got kind of nervous two weeks ago. Uh, Josh Allen is a little banged up, uh, but we know that happens to every team. But. Yeah, I'm a little nervous right now. Six and three, uh, but I'm not feeling very good about it. Uh, hopefully, he'll um, at least recover a little bit. As you know, he'll never be 100% the rest of the season. But hopefully, the other guys can um, kind of, you know, pull him up and help him out uh, on both ends of the ball and the special teams. And I'm still going, I'm not going to give up on Bills yet, even though I see the Vikings and the Eagles soaring very high. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it It was two great teams battling it out. And, uh, you know, um, uh, he. I, I think, you know, he played okay. I think it was his shoulder, his elbow. I think yeah. elbow Sh- maybe. Sh- yeah. No, elbow, they, they, they talk, they're talking about he might need Tommy John surgery down yeah. the line. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if that had anything to do with it or the, uh, the rush Minnesota was putting on, but he uncharacteristically threw two interceptions was, yeah. in his own end zone. And he never does that. I think he's done that four times in the last two games. And that's one more time that he's done the whole rest of the season. So that's a little uncharacteristic. We still have half the season to go, but you know, the team, you know, uh, you know, the jets and bills and Eagles and, you know, they're setting themselves apart. Uh, but Miami is seven and three and, uh, you know, they're right there too. So, um, it's kind of like we talked about the NBA season this year being a little unusual where, you know, six, eight teams depend on injuries or roles or momentum. They can win the championship. Same, uh, same with the, with the Super Bowl. You're looking at Miami, the Jets, Kansas City is seven and two. The Ravens are six and three. Titans are six and three. Eagles are eight. No, the Giants are seven okay, and two. Okay. You hear me? I was like, wait, okay. <laughs> The Cowboys are six and three, even though Dak is, <laughs> is Dak Prescott is not performing as well as his backup was performing. Uh, Minnesota, of course, is eight and one, and then you have everybody else. But you know, whew, it, it, and but, actually, but it's look, exciting. You look at the AFC East; everybody's over five hundred. New England is five and four, and they're they're in last place. 
Actually, the, the Bills are in uh, third place at six third and play. three. Six and three, yeah. Behind the Jets and behind the Dolphins. But like Mo said, man, you still got, okay, we're 10 games in. You still got, you know, another, half another season to go seven more games. Uh, yeah, well, aren't they – are they playing more games this year now? Like well, they're 17, play, they're 17. 17 now 17, instead of 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So still a hey, long, a hey, long Rick, Ricky, you, you know the, the fun part about it, though, is we always talk about um, certain teams every year. You know, the Cowboys, the Chiefs. We know we're going to talk about the Cowboys, but you got the Packers, the Buccaneers. Every year it's the same teams. This year it's not. And that's what's so exciting to me. Uh, you already heard Paul mention – the Jets and the Giants. Oh, my goodness. You got the Minnesota Vikings with one loss. You got the Eagles, the only team that still has a chance to match the Miami Dolphins' undefeated record. There's a lot of things that's still going to go on. Um, a lot of people still are picking uh, the Ravens to be in the hunt. They're six and what, seven and three, six and three? The Ravens? Ravens six and three. Six and First three. Yeah. Race in the uh, AFC so, yeah. North. So really, it comes down to what um, I talked about earlier uh, in the seat when we first started the show or early in the football season. The team that stays healthy at the end and gets and uh, gets hot is who starts to put everything together. And so really, right now, it's it's up in the air. There are six or seven teams, like Paul said, that can really win the Super Bowl, and that's what makes it all so much fun. And notice, I didn't even mention. Patrick Mahomes yet. So you got all these teams that's still in the run, and that's exciting. Yeah. And yeah. Tampa Tampa Bay just had a huge win, I guess, in Germany. They played in Germany this week, and, and Tom Brady has got his swagger back. And No, you know, he's going to – Paul, you're wrong. He's going to lose that swagger next week. Uh, you know why, right? He just they, saw his wife on video <laughs> uh, in, in, in another country. With another man and her and their two kids. Maybe that makes him happy. I mean, he's no, won he two. Wasn't happy. I'm telling you he, now, he wasn't happy. He's won two games since he got his divorce he, papers no, in. He, so he's not, you know? he's, not, he's not happy because it just happened. And then yeah. put yourself in that situation. You get a divorce, yeah. and your wife a month later, she's already on vacation well, with another man and your kids. You can't well, tell me that that doesn't factor in. She's also buying a house across the water from him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you, yeah. you know what? It, for you know, we don't know what's going on or anything. But if you look at the outside, it's his fault. It's his fault. If he if he wanted to keep his marriage together and his family, he should have he should have uh, retired uh, after. Actually, should have retired after the Super Bowl, and then he yeah, did he retire, retired. right? And then right. he came back, and she she didn't want him to go back to Tampa and play, so. He knew what the situation was, and uh, you know. But you know what? He ain't going to be hurting either. He's going to have a hell of a summer. He come to Vegas and get anybody he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I think there was someone. Some I was listening. To someone that said uh, 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 he should he should stop with the models and the movie stars. He should just come to Vegas and you know, find a normal like waitress that's be they're beautiful here or a bottle, you know, just get a normal person, a normal woman that, you know, that will idolize them, I guess. <laughs> now we're getting, we're getting marriage yeah. counseling tonight. Love, love, <laughs> we got next expert love, Lauren, <laughs> expert dating uh, information here. You get it all here. Call us, way, we, call us. We will fix your relationships. <laughs> and, and we welcome your questions and uh, comments, uh, throughout the evening on uh, any subject that, that that might be on your mind. Marriages, and, and, marriages, divorces. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, anything, man. But, you know, the NFL is always intriguing. And, and yeah, it is good to see some fresh faces uh, up there, Derek. I, I certainly agree with you uh, on that. Oh, well, what – uh, the lion. What about the lions? Didn't we say at the beginning of the year over under on six wins, maybe or something like that? I said I, I gave them five. Of, yeah, I said five or six. Yeah. They're right. They're, they're right there. there. Yeah, they they're right there. there. Hey, yeah. and speaking of just a spectacular talent running the football, is the Bears quarterback uh, 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 Justin Fields? He had another terrific uh, day running the football. Uh, for the Bears yesterday. The thing is, he 
when he gets the ball in his hands with his legs, he is phenomenal. He's pretty pedestrian throwing the ball right now. So we got to see if that's going to develop. But if they can develop his passing, uh, man, this guy is really something else. I mean, look, Ricky, you've been around football. You know, uh, of course, we've all watched it, but you've been, you know, involved in it. How has the quarterback position changed? Remember back in the day, the, 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 the drop back, stay in the pocket, got a good arm guy. And now, I mean, Josh Allen, obviously Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, the, all, all these, yeah, all these guys are, are, uh, can beat you with their arm and their legs now. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And, phenomenal. And, Fran and, 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 Tarkenton. Mm-hmm. Fran Tarkenton. Yeah. That's what you you're looking at today. Yeah. That's what you're looking at today. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you look at college football now, everybody's running this spread offense with these athletic quarterbacks that can uh, can run and throw. That's why you 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 know you see very little defense on the college level now. Yes. Hey, Ricky, but you, you Georgia is a team that looks like they can shut people down. But Alabama you know what can't shut people down anymore. But what about these quarterbacks though? These with the open game, the way they're playing now, and these quarterbacks yeah. running, you're yeah. not gonna have you're not gonna have these quarterbacks playing as long as a Tom Brady. Yeah, you're gonna have yeah. They, they, this is gonna affect the I, quarterback's career. And, and Derek, I was just gonna mention that because his greatest field is yesterday. He took some terrific hits, man. That is not uh, sustainable. You know who else did? Josh Allen. Josh Allen decided not to slide on a couple ones and it took some hits on his shoulder. That's, you know, you're, you're right. I mean, you know, one, one bad hit like that. And those guys, if they get a shot at you, they're going to take it if they can catch you, you know. And, and we saw this a few years ago with RG3. Mm-hmm. You remember he came in, tore the league up, then he took a hit. Yep. He, he was never uh, the same. That's why at some point you got to stand up in there and throw the football. That's what happened with Fields last night, uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. The Lions just surrounded him and made him have to throw it. He ends up throwing a pick six if they return for a touchdown. Yeah. And uh, he was not effective. He's not an effective passer at all. So. And you're right. Uh, the college game has gone that way because you're seeing college scores 65 to 52. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because yeah. – because actually, you know, the offense has uh, uh, has matured, but college players and defenses can't keep up with them. They're just not good enough. NFL defenses can sort of keep up with them, but in college, I mean, it, it, you know, they can't. Yeah. And, and you know what? You, Derek mentioned Mahomes. It's almost like Kansas City is kind of just going under the radar. That's 72. Mm-hmm. I guess we just expect so much from them. Is really uh, uh, no big deal that they're they're seven and two, but they still look like a formidable team. You know they lost to Rekill. People thought that would maybe slow them down a bit, but uh, Andy Reid got him going, and you know he's got a great quarterback there to uh, to be the catalyst of all of that. So and they seven and, and two. And, they have and, a they have a chemistry together. Those two. The young Mahomes and the old coach, they really have a chemistry going. They really trust each other. But the most disappointing team, I think, Mo, is right there in your town in Las Vegas. If you had told me the Raiders were two and seven, you could have won some money off me because they yeah. really loaded up for this season. What, what have you seen from them, uh, Mo? Uh, it's, they've lost uh, tough games early in the season. And it's carried over and, you know, they're trying to be positive and all the quotes here are positive. But after that last loss at home, you know, um, you know, I saw. <laughs> so Isn't I saw, that Josh McDaniels, Paul? Yeah, I mean, but yeah. I saw, I saw uh, something in the, uh, in the paper or on the Internet or whatever I saw. <laughs> and it's it's, uh, you know, it's good to see that. The house does lose in Vegas, but it's only at Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> Not good. And it's really a letdown. And, you know, whew, that, that's uh, because they, they, they have a good they have a good defense. They have a decent quarterback uh, and they got a, one of their best receivers. But, 
you know, it's one of those things where like last game, they came out at home looking flat. So it's, it's a problem. The, the, the real um, America's team is the team that's uh, most surprising, isn't it, Ricky? Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Cowboy fans, don't get offended. I'm just being honest. The real, <laughs> yeah, the, the real America's team is with Lambeau Field. But, yeah, um, to me, if you look at all these teams, what about Green Bay? When you say that's a big shocker, Aaron, yeah. uh, Aaron, Aaron is showing his age. And I know a lot is the combination of the young receivers. But Aaron is aging as well, right before our eyes. So yeah. I don't, I don't know um, yeah. if they or they be able to salvage their season. I don't think uh, they're going to turn it around. He, well, uh, they saved it yesterday because they should not have won that game against Dallas. Yeah, but to, uh, to like I told you early in the season, that combination you were talking about, Derek, uh, has really got um, Aaron Rodgers frustrated, and you can see it, and he's showing it. If you watch the end of that game that they pulled out at the end. They had a chance to – they were fourth and, and two or three, and um, instead of pass, instead of running the ball, uh, they passed it, and, and the, he didn't make a completion. And he came off the uh, field and yelled at the, uh, coach, the head coach and the assistant coach. You can read his lips. We should have effing run the ball. This is wow. – this is in that, in that possession, and then he stormed to the bench, turned his back on everybody, and they put his little coat on, uh, and uh, it was not a good scene. And you could tell he's frustrated, uh, and then they got a chance, and they won the game they shouldn't have won, but that stuff carries over, and I'm sorry. I'm a Packer guy. We know that. Aaron Rodgers is, is uh, you know, you know all this uh, – uh, vaccine and no vaccine and well i got shot up and i did it and and you know uh got all this little stuff going around all except for on the football field and you can't jump on young receivers like he's done and it's just not a good look and you know uh you know sometimes it, it's time like we talk about you know the nets we'll talk about them hey, later. wait no you yeah. i'm kissing why you yeah. there you, no, but you already you already saying what's gonna yeah. happen oh yeah well, it's Kyrie time confront players young players well, yeah. in their locker room. what i'm talking about then you got to decide as an organization do we blow this thing up do we yeah. trade our yeah. best players and and go over and blow it up like the utah jazz did you know? how, how much trade value does aaron Rodgers have at 38 Oh, 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 Ricky, come on. He's still Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but yeah, but you he's got, 38, and in the NFL, when you got a hard cap, he's coming with a big cap number. Yeah, I don't know what he's – he's, he's signed for next year, right, or is he? Uh, I'll, I'll look it up as we it, talk. It, it, depends, it depends on how long these teams think that he can still be effective, how many years. It would have to be a team that's, that's good and needs a quarterback. Like, if a t- yeah. Like a, a, a Denver, you know, Denver tried to make a move for him. Well, but a, a while back, Minnesota got Brett Favre at the end of his career, right? Right. And which was a big thing in Green Bay. Brett Favre leaving Green Bay, he would never do that. And uh, I don't think that worked out very good, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> hey, guys, yep. Rogers' what, contract what? next year, $58 million. Yeah. <laughs> and the perfect move, the perfect move next year is the Denver Broncos, just like John Elway. Oh, 50, 50 yeah. man. Well, so ask your question again. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, I mean, look, we're all competitors. You guys competed at the highest level. You know, I, I play competitive sports. But if I have I mean, that's just one year of one contract. I mean, how <laughs> mad can you be? <laughs> wow, he'll make more money. Uh, well, he'll make less than Dame Lillard, but still, $58 million, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and and that the, the NFL money has just taken off in recent years. Uh, for years, they were well behind uh, the NBA and, 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 and Major League Baseball. Right. And it's still Ricky. a lot of guys who don't don't even make a million dollars. Let me ask, Ricky. Let me ask you and Paul this quickly. Do do you think this is Aaron's last year in in Green Bay? No. Maybe. What about you, Ricky? Maybe. I I, I, think I, that, I say I say for sure. Who's going to take him with that money? Who can afford him? Uh, well, I say okay. Oh, oh, Rams, Rams. Jordan Love is going to get his chance. Yeah, that's what I was just going to bring up, Derek. 
I'm wondering with their record now, they lose another game or two, you know, do they sit him and then see what Jordan Love, you know, can do now? You know, this is the touchy part that people – so, okay, you got Aaron Rodgers, the, that bad man who's been a Packer and uh, making 50-whatever million, and now you got this young quarterback that you want to see. I mean, if if there was no pressure, they would say, okay, let's let's sit this guy, let's sit Joe – and our starter, and let's bring this guy in and see it, this young guy, see if he can play. But it's not Joe; it's Aaron Rodgers. Now you're gonna have trouble doing that, I think. Which the is that, they should do it. But Paul, what the only thing might make them a little skeptical is uh, the situation with San Francisco with Lance when he got his opportunity. He, yeah. <laughs> he was like hey, a deer deer in the headlights. Right, right. But that's <laughs> so, why, because because love has already been there two or three years. So you got to decide, are you going to give this guy a second contract? Yeah. So you right. got to figure out what he can do at some point. Here's a, here's a quote for you guys. Here's a quote from Aaron Rodgers, a quote. Uh, Jordan Love is a master of the Packers offense. That's a quote from Aaron Rodgers. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, he, he should know. Hey, uh, uh, some of our friends have checked in tonight. Our great friend, Corleone Young. What's says, up? What's up, brothers? Uh, shout out to UTSA and the GOAT, Derek Corbin. <laughs> Number 20. Thank you, sir. <laughs> ooh, ooh, top 25. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Steve Schroeder's checking in. What's up, Steve? Steve was saying that uh, 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 Roger's total deal was four years, $200 million. And he predicts that he'll go to the Jets. But what about Wilson, Steve? What are they going to do with Wilson? But you know what? You got a chance to get Aaron Rodgers. Your team has to be set and ready to win. You don't take, you don't send him to a rebuilding team. You send him to a team who he's the well, he's the final piece. And but uh, but well, I think that for some, he's still a hell of a quarterback, no doubt. But there's some uh, decline in his game, also. And, but and I think it's what Derek brought up earlier: young receivers and his frustration. I saw it in the first week, and last night it exploded pretty much. So, you know that that's tough. You know. Well, it, it's fun. It's definitely been fun watching. Uh, uh, it's been a fun NFL season uh, so far. Hey, tell me who would be your? Uh, we right at the halfway point. A little bit past it. Who who was your uh, first half MVP? <laughs> For me, it's easy. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Up to up to last night, I would have said Josh Allen, but <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. those two I mean, good choices. Maybe it's Mahomes. I took Josh out two weeks ago. Yeah, oh, for, Mahomes for, did. I, I think I think Hertz is a good pick and Mahomes. They have a, I have Mahomes second and I got two or third. What about the uh, linebacker in, in Dallas? I got um, him six. He's I got my list. I had he's in my list. He, I had him six. I have five he, he would, he, first. He would be the defensive player of the year for sure. Michael Parsons, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would be yeah. the defensive uh, player of the year for sure. So oh, quarterbacks, wow. yeah, you have to include Tua and Mahomes. You have to include them and Hertz. Uh, and then you, you guys, I know y'all, I don't know why people always sleep on my guy. He he asked them before, you you like that? Uh, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yes. Kirk Cousins, he's having a good year. No, it's funny. no, no this is what I'm going to say, because I heard a gentleman on the air before the year started pick Kirk Cousins as his MVP. And I heard, and I saw people laughing. And I didn't really understand why they were laughing, because I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. And a Ryan Fitzpatrick fan. A lot of people sleep on them, but I believe they are capable of getting teams over the uh, over the hump. And I, I support Kirk Cousins, a Michigan State University guy. Yeah, uh, and well, hey, he he would definitely get some uh, some votes this year. And uh, Steve Steve Schroeder checks in said he he give two of some votes for uh, MVP. And how about Jeff Saturday? We were sitting here watching the game just like us a week ago. Takes <laughs> over the Colts. Colts, <laughs> Vegas, and wins the game. 
How hard? How hard can it be? <laughs> hey, it may be the players like it. Yeah, for uh, now. Well, for yeah. now is what it yeah. go. But all you can go yeah. by, Paul, it could change every week. Yeah. But they came out and they played hard for him. Um, evidently, they put a good game plan together. I'm sure he didn't put it together. Uh, but his coaches, he got with them. They put a good game plan together. And I'm glad to see him get off to a good start. Um, I don't know how long it'll last, but I'm glad to see him get off to a good start. Hey, t- tell me this. Somebody, I mean, he has credentials as yeah. a player. And then he walks into the locker room. How how would you guys, if that had happened in, in the NBA, a guy, former player, just walks into the locker room midseason, I'm your coach now. And we've actually seen it. I think Magic did it and maybe somebody else. Yeah, but Magic didn't do it very well. Right. I mean, well, Steve, Steve Kerr did it. Doc Rivers did it. Mark Jackson did it. I think it's easier to do in maybe easier to do in basketball than football, but it comes down to what I always said that players want to see in a head coach. They want to see someone that knows what he's doing. Uh, you can trust and will tell you the truth, those things. And if they see that and they will find that out in the first 30 minutes of a team meeting, they'll know. <laughs> His interview won me over. I'll tell you that. Mo, <laughs> you always tickle me with that. I mean, is that. It's true, Ricky. Our, what did I say? I said they went out. I said they must like him. They went out and played hard and won the game. So if, if that means in the first 30 minutes, they must have liked his spiel that he gave them. Because mm-hmm. I heard his speech and I loved it. So, you know, everybody will see if he's walking the walk or talking the talk. But right now, I can only go by the present. Uh, they played well yesterday, and I'm glad the man got a win. Yep. Yeah. Every, yeah everybody. Fun. Everybody loved Darvin Ham about two months ago. Not so much anymore, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are uh, the, the Indianapolis Colts, four and five, two games behind uh, Tennessee and the South. And uh, they're still in the playoff. They're still they're, they're outside looking in on the playoff spots now. If they can get hot and run off a few wins. If, uh, if, if, he, if they make a run and, and get some wins going in here, he's going to be – He's going to coaching. be a godsend. Yeah. But if he doesn't, he's going to be another flash of the pen. That's how coaching works. Yeah. I don't even think they're going to keep him anyway, to be honest. I think he's using this as a platform to like his, to upgrade his resume, to be honest. <laughs> so if they come out and do I don't think he wants this job permanently. I really don't. I think uh, Reggie Wayne, uh, trying to think of the other guy, is it Wilkes? There's other guys on that staff that are capable of coaching. Um, but hopefully it'll work out this year for Jeff. I never want to see a guy fail uh, when they get a new job. So hopefully they'll finish the season strong, and then he'll hey, hopefully he'll have options for next season, whether it's back in the booth or as a coach. Yeah, if he, if he makes a run, I, I think he'll he'll have a good shot at that job. But I kind of hesitate because um, uh, when uh, the coach got fired here with the Raiders um, for his emails, When Gruden Gruden. got fired, the defensive coordinator, special team, no, the special teams guy who'd been around for a long time took over and really did really well. Great job. Yeah. Yep. He did a great job and got him in the playoffs, even though they fired Gruden and, you know, after the season started and he, they didn't give him that job either. And that was a mistake. They're seeing that now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, hey, let's get let's get to the NBA. Uh, I, you know, since we were on last, the, the Nets got a uh, new coach, uh, Jock Vaughn. Rock Chalk Jayhawk has been brought in to uh, to lead that ship. And uh, your thoughts on on Vaughn and what's facing him with everything that goes on in Brooklyn? Well, uh, yeah. start with you, D. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it quick so we can get right to it. <laughs> I, I, I hope that he do well. Um, I've been a Jock Vaughn fan since he was at Kansas. And I think it's just something about his personality. Um, I think he's the type of guy that the players bought into. Uh, I know KD likes him. Uh, I can't speak for the other guys. I haven't heard a lot of them talk. But KD has uh, openly been in his corner. 
But um, we'll see how it turns out because we still got that other situation going on. So uh, we won't be able to tell a whole lot until this Kyrie situation is taken care of. So right now he's uh, Jock is doing well. Uh, I know they lost uh, to the Lakers, I believe. Uh, last night, AD had 37 and like 18 or something. But um, he's off to a decent start. But it won't, we won't be able to tell how much he's how much how good a coach he is until this Kyrie situation is taken care of. Yeah, I think uh, you know Jock Vaughn is a Kansas uh, guy and a really nice guy. Knows basketball, been around it all his life. A good communicator. Uh, players like him, like Derek said. Uh, but and they, you know. Uh, they really, instead of just naming them interim, they they sign him for this year and next year. So, uh, you know, I'm happy for him. At least if he gets fired, he gets paid for next year. Too. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm telling you, that's, that's a good thing. But, you know, that means that they want to give him a shot. But like Derek said, until this other stuff is clean, cleared out, he's not going to have a real shot. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if Derek brought this up before, but it seems to me that, you know, uh, they've been playing a little better and more like a team since Kyrie is gone. Well, so, they have. You know, so, you know, why don't we, you know, if I, he doesn't have a say like that because he hasn't been around, but if I was in the meetings, hey, you know, guys, why don't we, you know, either send him home or get what we can get for him and let's go with what we got and see where we go from here. And, you know, I think it's that time for him. So, I mean, he, what did he last, two years in Boston till till he left there and, uh, a few years in, in Cleveland and, you know, it's about that time. And, you know, it's funny how when you eliminate problems and frust and uh, uh, confusion in a locker room, how players really react and how practices are better, flights are better, interviews are better. I mean, how tired is it for these guys? Well, this is, he said this, and now what about that? And how do you feel about this? And uh, that's tired every day. They have to answer that. So, you know, I, I hope, I hope they do something with Kyrie and he doesn't come back to play with Brooklyn and uh, they see what they have and give Jacques Vaughn a real shot and see if he can mold this team because they do have still have talent, a good roster without him there. Three superstars. Teams are better without three superstars. I never thought I'd be saying that <laughs> ever. Three teams are better without superstars. Unbelievable. We're going back to – We'll go back to Man. Batman and Robin. Remember that? It's unbelievable. Batman and Robin. The, Batman the, and Nets, Robin. the Nets have moved the ball a lot better. Philadelphia, and this for these people out here before we get to them, I talk to uh, Tobias Harris' dad every week. Oh, man. And I tell him, and I told him to line up I preferred for Philly. It's the same. We'll get to Philly. But, yeah, all, and then my third team is LeBron. <laughs> you got Kyrie, James Harden, and LeBron. Three teams that I'm questioning if their teams are better without them. Well, well, well I, I, I want to bring this up. Kyrie Irving, this was as of, this was a week ago, as of November 4th. He had played in 111 games during his time with Brooklyn, and he's missed a total of 128 games. Hmm. Well, that 12 number is good because that's what he played in college, wasn't it? Like 12, the one, two. <laughs> he's, played, he's played in 111 games and missed 128 games. Yeah. I mean, and the guys. What's the, are, best, of, what's the best ability? Availability. Availability. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's when I, when I was with Chris Finch with the Great Britain national team, we played in the Olympics and I, I was with him for three years. And uh, um, I went and helped out Jamaica and, you know, I asked him, you know, what's the most important thing? He said, get your best players to actually play for you. And that was the, you know, but I mean, and really when you look at Kyrie, I mean, he's a great phenomenal player and a great talent. But really, if you look at like his history, you know, his best years and most productive years were um, eight, six and eight years ago, right? He won the yeah. ring in 2016. Uh, he seven time all-star MVP in 2014. He was uh, United States athlete of the year in 2014. He was the FIBA world cup champion MVP in 2014. He was a gold medal winner in 2016. And even though his numbers have gone up, he's not been as productive as he was or as winning as he was back then. I mean, at some point, you know, is it worth it anymore? 
Come on, Ricky, let's get to it, because I know the listeners are out there as well. Let's get to the... Well, I, 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 I do want to say this. Uh, the on meat this, and potatoes. Kyrie, <laughs> uh, Steve Schroeder says Kyrie's a cancer. They need to break the... The Nets need to break the team up, and Ben Simmons is not a superstar. Well, I, no, no, I sure. think we all agree about that with the, yeah. uh, the Simmons part uh, with the Nets. Now... now who, who was next on that list? Uh, LeBron. The, the Lakers are better with LeBron without LeBron playing. Yeah, to me they are because the ball moves more, the better. You see, um, see, people kept trying to blame Russ as being the problem. Russ is not the problem. It's, the problem is when Russ and LeBron are on the floor together, the two ball stoppers. You notice since LeBron has been out these last few games or whatever, Russ has still been shining. And the team looks good. They, uh, you see what they did last night. They just, they just play better. The ball moves more. You don't have that one guy just uh, dominating the ball. And we know LeBron's history. I know I do. I won't overlook it. Sometimes he's a detriment to the team. And I think they're playing better without him. I think Russ is happier without him. And it gives some of the other guys an opportunity as well. Yeah, I would. I agree with some of that. Disagree with some of that. I think. LeBron's a better player than Westbrook overall um, right now, even though he's old. And I, but I never saw, I didn't, I never said uh, Westbrook was the problem. I said Westbrook was not a good fit. And you're right, he because he and LeBron can't play together. They can't coexist because they both, you know, <laughs> have the ball. They need to have the ball to be assertive. I mean, to be effective. And you know. Um, and they're not going to, they won't trade LeBron. So their best bet is to trade Westbrook if they can get anybody to want him. And now that he's playing better, maybe they will. Um, I haven't seen, you know, AD's played better and he's, he's playing now. He's, he's available now, but I, you know, whew, I saw another thing that like the, the Lakers record for the last 10 years is, you know, missed the playoffs, missed the playoffs, lost, missed, mm -hmm. won a championship in the bubble, missed the play. You know, it's been horrible. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, and, and Paul, yeah, I got Paul. Let me ask you this: Is AD better with or without LeBron on the floor? I, I, yeah, I, I, just, think, I just said I, think, I just said I he think, had 37 I, and 18 last night. He's better without LeBron or Westbrook on the floor. One of them. But Westbrook was off yeah, the floor. Yeah. Now, well, is he well better, take Westbrook he... off the floor and put him on with LeBron and see what happens. Have LeBron been on the floor, Paul? And, and they, with they, Westbrook. And, no, but that Westbrook was well, even when Westbrook's not on the floor. Paul, uh, LeBron and AD has been on the floor. It's not the first year they've been on they the floor. They, they, they won, won a championship. championship. Two thousand twenty. Yeah, yeah, but that's two years ago. But what about what about today? What about but, today? But you said they aren't good together. If they weren't yeah, good that's what together, I said. if they weren't good together, they wouldn't have won a championship. In Ricky, no, listen to what I said. Listen to me clearly. I said they're not good together. That means today. This is not 2020. Well, this you got to say they're not good together today. But I, did, I just together. said that. What did I just say? But they were good together. In but I didn't. This had nothing to do with were. I'm talking about now. Yeah, I'm not living in. I, that, I can't I can't go back 2020, Ricky. I'm sitting here in this chair right now in 2022. I'm talking I, about today. Are are the Lakers better? 2020 doesn't matter. That's done. Today, are they better with AD and LeBron on the floor or with just AD on the floor? You mean AD and Westbrook on the floor? With I, LeBron, I, is I, AD I better? I, I don't think they're better with whoever's on the floor. They're three and ten. No, but so they're, not, they're not better. They're not a good team. That's, it's, it's, they got a whole team. I'm talking about those two players. Are they better with LeBron and AD on the floor uh -huh. together, or are they better with AD on the floor is all I ask. Well, that that's not a true. It's either. I don't get that. I, yeah. Okay, let me explain it. Let me explain it then, Paul. Then y'all don't have to think about it. Who, who, who do they say is the go-to player on the, on, uh, the Lakers? LeBron. Who's supposed to be their first option? LeBron. LeBron? I thought yeah. LeBron said AD. I thought they moved it over to AD. I thought yeah. the ball – I thought they're feeding the ball into AD is the goal. 
I, I never saw that, so I don't. Well, but, I've been swelled. You guys don't see it. That's not my fault, but I'm just no, saying. I'm but saying, but, but, but right. my thing is, you got to win games. They are three and ten, no matter who. But the season's not over, for- Ricky. You you still got to figure out what's your best lineups. It's only twelve games. They got seventy left, so you still got to figure out: Are they better together, or are they better with one on the floor and the other off the floor? You got to well, figure that out. They've I, only played twelve games. Yeah, but they—they they, if LeBron was healthy, Derek, he would be playing. If, if I'm the coach, I didn't say that he wouldn't be playing, Ricky. I don't think y'all listened to me. All I asked was, are they better with AD and LeBron on the floor together, or are they better with one of them when AD is on the floor without LeBron? Because last better, night, LeBron, last night LeBron was not there. Last night, that, AD had yeah. 37 and 18. So I so, ain't going to talk about 2020, Paul. Last no, night, I'm not either. So last night, they were better without him on the floor. Well, in, my opinion, in my opinion, today, the Lakers are not better with LeBron off the floor and AD on. They're better with both of them on the floor at the same time. And, well, and see, and, and <laughs> if you go by just the numbers, LeBron's not on the floor. So what does that mean? You're missing 20 shots. So I'm hoping AD's going to pick up some. Okay, let me ask, has AD had 37 and 18 this year before last night? He was averaging 37 and 18. That's not what that question, Paul. I said, has he had 37 and 18 before last night was my question. I think that's too small a sample size, though, D. That's one game. He might have have 15 the next game. Let's see if he does. What if he has 15 the next game? My, no, I ain't talking about the next game. I, I'm asking about they played 12 <laughs> okay, games. Okay, last night they were better. They played 12 games. In the first 11 games, did AD have 37 and 18? AD, AD didn't play all those games, but probably not. The ones he, probably, he played, he had, okay. He had 37, more than 37 points in the game, but not more than 18 rebounds. Okay, then that means no. I don't know. That's what it I, is. I mean, first of all, first of all, the Lakers roster is bad. And no matter if you play Westbrook or they're not good, they're not, their roster is terrible. I mean, it's a bad roster. So, you know, so that's another situation, you know, they're not going to trade LeBron. They could trade, could trade AD or they could trade Westbrook to make it a little better, but it's still not going to help them this year. I don't think. Hey, I don't but, care how but, early it is. but if you'd have told me they were only two games behind Golden State. I would be saying, wow, <laughs> yeah, they're doing I mean, pretty good. But Golden State is five and eight. So, but we know that's not going to let, we know that's not going to stay that way. <laughs> Why you say we, Ricky? You guys yeah. know that. I don't know that. You, so you think that? I not told gonna you the beginning of the year. What did I say about Golden State at the beginning of the year? Yeah, you said they're not going to okay, win. Okay, so but, what makes you, I, I told you they're not going to even be really, really good this year. So you don't think they'll be a 500 team? They'll be 500. I said they're not going to be really, really good this year. They won a championship last year. They're not going to be anywhere near that this year. But you, I tell you what, you're right so far. I think well, their struggles have been the most surprising. Uh, let me uh, let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys this then, and we know uh, because of the the Draymond punch that that really uh, threw them into a tizzy. It looks like. Would you trade uh, Draymond now and get something for him? Uh, a good, a good player, a draft pick. Um, you know, would you do that now? You asking Ricky or me? Both Ricky, of you. go ahead. You, you know, I would play. I trade him last year. Go ahead, Ricky. <laughs> he won a championship last year. Yeah, but that, that we didn't know that before they won it, though. Okay. I would have traded him last year. <laughs> Ricky? I can't hear you, Rick. We might have lost Ricky. Yeah, you know I'm not a big Draymond fan, man. I mean, at this point, after what happened and after what they did with uh, Poole and Wiggins, and uh, to give um, – who's the other young guy there? The Moody? No. The, or Kaminga? Kaminga. Kaminga. To, to get him involved and get – because he's hardly playing at all when – when I thought this was going to be a season where he would get injected into the the main um, uh, rotation, Rota- yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think Derek at you know, at some point. I mean, what is I hearing rumors like 
the Lakers want him or he's going to go there or something. I don't know if I would do that, but uh, as much as I hate to break up a, I mean, they've won, they've been to the finals, what, four out of five years and two, whatever it is, I hate to break up winning combinations, but at this point, it's about that time, I think. I mean, well, I, they had like an eight-year run overall with the, the contending. Yeah, yeah, but we know that uh, Draymond's was a problem with KD too. You know, we don't know whose problem that was, but you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe it's that time to get, I don't know, a decent player and um, uh, a draft pick. You know. People that's quite wondering. I'm just shaking my head to Ricky. We lost Ricky. We'll have to get him back. Yeah, yeah I like I like Golden State though. But here's a question for you: What do you think? Um, Clay seems to have been shooting the ball uh, better the last few days, but I I'm just not sold on them. I don't see. I just don't like them this year. I didn't from the beginning. I just don't see it them turning around that that much. You think it might be something that uh, teams have figured them out, maybe? You know that that yeah. age dissension egos oh, yeah. same stuff that ruins all dynasties. Yes, and success, right? Yes, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Um, uh, have you been you've been on uh, Denver, right? Yes. Yeah. And I saw something the other night that I was happy to see that I didn't know that Jamal Murray drove the basketball, and instead of laying it up, did a reverse yeah. dunk like the old Jamal Murray. Yeah. I mean, that was awesome to see. And and that means trouble for the rest of the league if he's healthy. And, All you know, two people. Ooh. Yeah, the Joker's yeah. Yeah, and the Joker's the Joker. But if you get Jamal Murray in that mix, um, I, I like their chance. I mean, what do you – I would. I like Denver. I like that combo. Is Portland going to be strong enough to keep up with what they're doing? They're number one now. They're both nine and four, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, but Portland, how are they doing it? I don't know. I, I like them. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. I, I'll tell you the guy that's really helping them is uh, Jeremy Grant. Yep. Yeah. Since he left Detroit. He's really played well. And, and then they got my guy, the rookie. Oh, boy. We got the next Scottie Pippen, but a higher jumper. Shade and Sharp. Yeah, yeah. I got him in the top three. Ben Cher, Ben Carroll, Ben Matherin, and Shaden Sharp. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think they can keep it up, but, you know, the NBA is so fickle. Like, uh, you know, the Suns are up there. We just talked about the Lakers that took a dive. Golden State took a dive. Minnesota is struggling at six and eight. You know, they're struggling. And now uh, uh, the Jazz, the Utah Jazz, are uh, ten and five with a team that traded their two best players. <laughs> you know, it's like, and now Danny Ainge comes out looking like a genius again. I mean, you know, he's got, you know, he he picked up all this young talent uh, from trading his two best players and has about eight hundred first round draft picks <laughs> for the next ten years. I mean, that to me might be the surprise of the season so far. They've been playing well, and Markinen and uh, Jordan Clarkson have been playing well, but all the role players have bought in. They seem like a happy team, so I got to get a coach some credit. They seem like they really enjoy playing together. Um, I know they're out to prove something, of course, because, you know, they're flying under the radar, and when you don't have uh, marquee players, you always have something to prove. I just think they're going to continue to play well, but, Paul, you know, once that half season comes, or after the All-Star <laughs> break, I'll say, uh, yeah. teams have a tendency to falter if they don't have those superstars. And you know what happens? Hey, you hey, know. Can you guys hear yeah. me? Yes. Okay. You're echoing, though. Okay. okay. I'll be quiet. You guys keep talking. Well, Y'all have to excuse Mr. Uh, Hampton, but you know he has good intentions. He'll get it fixed. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Brooklyn. Uh, and then, Paul, I want to talk about a little bit about uh, Philly. Joel mm -hmm. Embiid, because uh, I talk about them every week uh, with Tobias Harris' dad. Um, for, for, for those of you that don't know the, the why Tobias means so much to me, uh, when I was with the Nets, his dad was my agent. 
So I've known him, you know, for 30 something years. Uh, he was also Georgia's agent at one time. And so I talk, we talk about Philly. I honestly think that Philly uh, should play uh, James Harden when he comes back, similar to how the, I know they won't do it, but similar mm-hmm. to how the Lakers are playing Westbrook. I know he makes too much money, but I mean, Westbrook makes a lot of money as well. But I just think the ball moves better. I'm a, uh, I like DeAnthony Melton. Paul Reed, uh, uh, Matisse Thibel, uh, Tobias is more involved. Maxie's more involved. Uh, MB looks like he has more life. All those guys seem to play better when you don't have that guy, that other ball stopper. And with Harden, the ball doesn't move well. So I'm happy to see that they're playing this well. Um, I hope they can continue it. I think he's out like another three weeks, but I'm going to continue to support Philly. But last night, 59 points. <laughs> 11 rebounds, eight assists, and seven uh, blocks. That is a spectacular line. I've only heard that from one other man in history, Wilt Chamberlain. So I got to get Joel some uh, love. He was smoking last night. Yeah, and I, you know who I believe is really hurt when uh, Harden isn't in, in there and in the rotation is the guy that you mentioned, Maxi. I think – He's ready to to be the ball handler, defender, and and he can score. And you know when when Harden's in there, he he kind Maxi kind of disappears. Plays and, off the ball. Yeah, sure. he, he just kind of disappears. And he's a guy that, I mean, he's legit. You know, and then you know, I, I think all those other guys, you know, play well together. And it's going to be interesting what's going to happen because, you know, coaches and it's so so balanced that. No, Harden's out, so it makes it easy, right? You don't have to play him, yeah. right? But now when he comes back, it's going to cause a little problem, and how are you going to kind of smooth him in there? But, uh, you know, they've underachieved so far, but now with Harden out, they're making a little run, so they have the talent to win it all. But it, it, we, we both talked about this, though. It takes more than talent. You can't win without talent, but you can lose with talent if you don't have the right combination and the right attitudes going on. Yeah, I just – I like James, but I just think uh, – he's still a great player. He played well um, when he's got the ball. But my thing is he still doesn't play without the ball. And I the, to win championship, I think you need guys – like, if you look at Steph, when Steph gives up the ball, he's still active. He's moving. And to me, those are the teams that win. Uh, KD's still moving. Teams that just are stagnant, just stand – those aren't winning teams. Those are teams that are headed for the lottery. You know what's f- interesting? I want to say funny, but interesting. When you watch great players play, LeBron, um, uh, KD, Harden, um, when they get rid of the ball, like you just, they just stand. They just stand there and they watch, you know, instead of moving. And that's a problem. Great. But they'll, they'll, we watch Harden give up the ball. He's going to stand there. He might as well put his hands on his you, waist. You, do, you know, like, now, do you know they setting a bad example? And I can prove it. A few days ago, there's a young man played for the Timberwolves, did the exact same thing. He wasn't involved in the play. He stood there with his hands on his waist, man. I couldn't believe it. I felt like I wish I could have went through the TV. I would have slapped him in his head. I'm being honest. <laughs> you, you haven't arrived, Mr. Edwards. You haven't arrived yet, sir, to be doing that. Your job is to go out and be true to your team. You're still a young guy. Don't forget that. You have to respect this game. You're not LeBron. You're not James Harden. They have paid their dues. You're still on your way up. There's no way you should be standing around just because you're not in the play. You're a 23 or 24-year-old. You need to learn how to play this game and respect this game and to be active so you can help make your team better. And I know you see it too, uh, Derek, all the time with the young players. And, you know, body language and attitude takes no talent, but it means so much to you and a team. And uh, it really, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on your page. It re- that's frustrating. Why do you have to do that? Why? I mean, look, 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 how much money is he making playing a game, flying up? Were, come were on, you man, at, were you at my games last night, Paul, with my, <laughs> with at, my, new, with my I, new team? I wasn't at your game. We, we won our first two games. 
okay, with a new team. Some of them haven't even practiced together yet. But we get in the third game. Now, you know me, man. This is the – I'm always about trying to figure out the backwards thinking. We win the first two games. We come out and have to come back, and we play well. Now we come down to the last game, right? The big game, we win this. We got the trophies, the reward. Now the attitudes come out. <laughs> I, I, I just don't understand it. My conversation was basically like you just got through talking. All of a sudden, we get to the championship. Now, all of a sudden, there's going to be an I and team. I'm just trying to get an understanding of our new, the, the young era, man. It's, it's taking me a minute, but I'm trying. You know what else they do too, Derek? And I'm not sure what your timing or your schedule was, but after a couple wins, you probably had a little break. And guess who's in their ears? Probably their parents or someone else. And, you know, you should shoot more and all that. And that's the opposite of what we just won two games. We keep well, playing. Dude, you know what we just did? You should repeat that I, so we can I, win more. <laughs> I had to tell them, can you get up, please? Y'all know we're going to be playing again. Now, here's the thing. We played a team that had already played the game before us, right? So they're already warmed up. Even though they played, they're going to be a little fatigued, but they're already warmed up. So I have to tell my guys now, you know, can you take off the Crocs? Can you, <laughs> can you kind of get refocused? And take get off, back. Take off the headphones. So you know we can't. We play. You know we can't. At the end, we we play well, but you know we start off slow, and it costs us the game. So yeah. I'm hoping that they understand all how all the little things. All I talk about is how all the little things turn into big things. So that goes for AAU and the NBA as well. Well, you know you have you have that will give you a, a key point for your lesson for the next game for practice that you can really. Because you can point out, you know, notice the difference, you know? Yes. We still can't hear you, Rick. Sorry. <laughs> we still have time, though, right, Paul? What's that? We still have time. Well, 7 o'clock, so. Or... Well, we got two minutes, though. We still got yeah. two minutes to tell the people. Uh, we have a little technical difficulties with Ricky, but. We want to thank you for tuning in to the show tonight. Um, I want to, some of you that missed the show Who's earlier. Yes. Yes. No. Um, yes. Yeah. We can we hear close you. Now. It, we, we close it down for you. Yes. Yes. Uh, some of you that tuned in late, uh, Paul and I also were talking. I, I don't know what to say, guys. We can hear you now. It's okay. We can see you now, so you don't have to say anything. We can hear you <laughs> we, too. I can hear you. Well, for, we want to thank all of you for tuning in. Um, we're going to try to see if we can get another guest next week. Uh, oh, wait. I actually have. Wait, ahead, I have. Um, uh, shoot, sorry. Um, oh. Matt Babcock is coming on next okay. week. Okay, so we have yeah. from. Okay, good. He's an NBA scout. Um, he's watched all the young players who are going to be in the draft. So he's coming on uh, next Monday. So we'll have a guest. And we'll pretty soon we'll have another guest. Uh, I'm trying to wait and see what happens with this Dr. J project. Uh, Ricky Pierce uh, called me yesterday and I'm very good friends with Ricky Pierce. And it's funny because Paul played for Milwaukee and Paul and I do a show together. And I love the guy. Yesterday I had a conversation with Ricky Pierce and I had another with Terry Cummings. So I'm starting to figure out like in my next life, or my past, if I go back, should I have been a Milwaukee Buck instead you, of a New Jersey Net? You should have been, because didn't Dell Harris make a trade for you? <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. Wow. <laughs> you should have hey, been. You guys, can you guys finally hear me? Yes. <laughs> hey, people, and this here's we're going to end the show with a little comedy. We're going to all be going home and getting off the air in a minute, and Ricky's still going to be on here another hour asking no, if we can hear him. <laughs> but here, I want to get out that our oldest son, Michael, got married to Caitlin this weekend. It was a great uh, weekend of family okay. and friends. And, uh, um, you know, our uh, our family is now uh, two sons, two daughters, and two grand puppies. So we're good. Paul, I want to say this, and I'm serious. Uh, for, uh, we joke a lot, but I'm dead serious. Um, I saw the pictures yesterday. And I want you to please congratulate your son for me. And I got to tell you the best moment. It wasn't, and I'm trying not to get emotional. <laughs> when I saw him dancing with his mom. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, you know, I lost my mom. 
that 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 did everything for me. And I want yeah. you to please thank you. Please congratulate him and his wife for me. Yeah, well, that was a great moment. Uh, topped off everything, and uh, you know, it's uh, we kind of like we get together for weddings and unfortunately funerals, but as families and friends, we should get together more often just because. That's what, Absolutely. That's the, that's the takeaway I kind of got, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And guys, I apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, I don't hey. know what happened. Things Remember the happened. name of the show, Ricky? Remember the name of the show? If you if something happens with one of us, the other one's got our, your back because we got next. <laughs> we got next. <laughs> we up next. <laughs> but I want to thank every I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in. You can go to the Believe dot uh, uh, com b l e a v dot com. Get this show, past shows, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week. And if if the evidence breaking news. We'll we'll put something together Ricky, um, uh, uh, for breaking news. You yeah. didn't put this in, but they better catch us on this show before we move over to ESPN or Fox Fox Sports. <laughs> I'm we're all working. for it. We're working. Me too, man. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Hey, I love again. you. Love you guys, man. To the Mokeski family, love you guys. Uh, see you, D. See you, Mo. Thanks for tuning in. I everybody. love you guys. Thanks Peace. for tuning in. Everybody have a great night. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.